Dude, what happened? It, it worked. It sure did. Dude, what happened? Oh, uh, you got knocked out. Shit. Shoot, uh... Damn, Just I... Just knocked out. Nothing more. Man. Man, this is like... Saturday night. This is where I do Comics Corner. Well... I got a, I got a perfect idea. Why don't we do Spawn? Yeah, that makes sense. About a man going to hell and back. Alrighty, so, um... I left my notes in the underworld, where wherever I was, but let's see if I can wing it. Spawn. It's looking a little smoky there. Yes, I'm like, whew. Yep, pat myself down, see what else I got. But anyway, Spawn, created by Todd McFarlane in 1992. I was also the founder of Image Comics and a whole buttload of stuff, which ranged from the toys... Uh, even did the corn follow the leader cover, my my favorite album, and even Disturbs, uh, Ten Thousand Fists album, which fun fact, and the guy, uh, the man. you also have the co-creator of Venom. Yep, he co-created Venom, and also a whole bunch of like stuff in the media such as the games and who could forget the comics. So and oh, dude. I usually do Comics Corner by myself, but now, uh, second week in a row, I got another guest. Everybody, from the main show, from the Life in San Antonio podcast, Josh. This is our first crossover. The first crossover, which there will be many. So, Josh, we're going to talk about Spawn. So, I remember last time you were interested in Spawn. So, tell me, Josh, what do you know about Spawn? Well, originally, uh, I remember when the movie came out back in 97 and uh, my first interest got sparked because of John Leguizamo and it being the clown slash violator well I remember seeing John Leguizamo in The Pest and you as well as me we watched that movie a shit ton of times so I was like oh he's in this so that originally got my um, my interest in it and then when it came out uh, me and my parents went down to the Mission Drive-In and saw it as a double feature Sweet. And from there, um, I didn't really get into the comics. I remember the animated series came out around the 2000 or so. Uh, I watched a couple episodes of that. Um, a few years go by, I remember um, Todd McFarlane does a statuette of Clyde Barker's carn- uh, Soul of a Souls of the Damned. And... Uh, in about 2007 I got a hold of the whole run of Spawn and I read from issue 1 all the way to about 250 and that's when my interest really got peaked. I got to see a lot more of the inner workings um, a lot of the stuff left out I was drawn to the uh, storyline uh, just the fact that you know you have a man going to hell and back and trying to redeem himself of the life he lived. And you have him enlisted in a, a, uh, a entity's army in hell. And come to find out that the entity he's working for is Mel Bolton. isn't even the actual <laughs> top dog in the army. He's just like 
reading through, there was just so many good villains, so many good, uh, you know, arcs, and the fact that it was brutal, it was, it wasn't a kid's comic, you know what I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, your super safe Superman, you know, it wasn't, uh, your, your grumpy Batman, it was something a little bit more, you know, grimy, it, it took place in the, uh, the alleyways of, Yeah, which was in the comics, it was called Rat City. And, um, yeah, and, and of course, yes, and for those that, like, yeah, like, for me, that I, that I got in the comics back in 1988, like, I was very, like, I was into, like, you know, the comics that I got from the flea market, you know, like, Bat, like, Superman, uh, Captain America, I collected those comics, but every time, like, I hear the word comic, I think of Spawn. I guess because, like, his titular run in the comic book industry, like, he really, like, he was, like, the first independent uh, comic book character to really break out and into the mainstream media uh, back in the 90s. Right. I mean, you had uh, Teenage Ninja Turtles before that, but, you know, not by much, you know what I mean? No, because like everybody forgot that Ninja Turtles was actually uh, uh, based on a comic, but everybody is more familiar with the toys, the cartoon, and the movies. Right. And it was also by Mirage Comics, uh, which is another independent uh, company. And then you have Image Comics, started by Todd McFarlane, Rob Layfield, who created Deadpool, and so on and so forth, by other uh, members of the comic book community who had enough of DC and Marvel's uh, meddling or interfering in squeaky clean image. I mean, there there was some things that they weren't allowed to do, and it it was about the uh, about not being able to create the characters that they created and use them in the way they want. And I think uh, Todd McFarlane actually got into a lawsuit with Marvel over Venom. Yep, that's why the that's why uh, we haven't even seen. Like, you know, like a Venom. Uh, in the movies until two thousand seven and twenty eighteen. But the whole Spawn was, you know, it was a brand new type of character. You didn't have something like that gritty back in the nineties, and that's when you noticed there was a major shift in comics. You know what I mean? There's more blood. There, there wasn't just a uh, noise bubbles. You know, no, or no. oh, he's got a bruise on his cheek. You know, no. These uh, these people were ripped apart. These people were uh, torn in half. They were uh, impaled. They they were blasted into uh, nothingness. You know, and uh, I remember first seeing the movie and the uh, later on the show for H uh, HBO that you and me, the only thing we were really exposed to around that time was like Dragon Ball Z or Inuyasha and stuff like that. And it was more of an adult flavor, uh, you know, property. Yeah, speaking of that, like the first time I, I was looking up the guide uh, back then on paper and I saw uh, Spawn, they were going to show Spawn. I'm like, not the movie, it's, it was the cartoon. It was like the 
it was like oh my gosh you know i gotta see spawn you know it's on hbo and for me like liking and you know as a kid you know i like the animated stuff so i saw spawn you know at 10 o'clock at night and that's when i saw overkill uh one of spawn's enemies and i was like holy shit and i remember he just ripped some dude's arm off and you know send a message to spawn that he was coming for him he just wrote perfectly fine in blood in that you know in that uh you know in that homeless man's blood that he was coming for spawn and didn't just throw away the arm and i was like holy shit did i just see that a 10 year old i need to get his recipe for ink because every time i try to write in blood it always pops up i know but overkill did it so perfect how, how did that happen Yeah. And I, I've always liked the arcs in Spawn too. They were um, always I've always been into the supernatural. And the fact that you had a character from hell coming back and interacting with these supernatural characters versus, you know humans that got powers. You know, these are actual supernatural entities or some cosmic being. No, it's something that you know, supposedly we we deal with all the time on Earth video games as well where you know you had the uh, Super Nintendo one which I played which that one was good it's a be- classic you know scroll beat em up game which the ending was kind of fucked up but then uh, you yeah, saw so it spawn the eternal which that game was entirely fucked up but I managed to roll around the mechanics of it in demon's hand and spawn Armageddon are my favorite ones because those were the lot those were like the fun ones those are like the fun ones. and of course he was a playable character in uh, Soul Calibur 2 for the uh, in the Xbox version and in Mortal Kombat 11. He's a playable character as well on that. Right, and I remember getting the, the PlayStation version for uh, Soul Calibur. And I was like, what do you mean you got Spawn? I can't even remember the extra character I got. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was, uh, I forgot who it was, but yeah, like the GameCube version had Link from Legend of Zelda. I forgot the right. PS2, and then I remember because I had the Xbox, and I remember you got pissed off at me because I said I got the I got Spawn before the because I got the Xbox version. Uh, well, I wasn't that too upset. I mean, I, I wasn't really playing Soul Calibur for uh, the characters. <laughs> Jiggle physics. Oh, oh yes, yes. I just got it because like Spawn had a big ass battle axe, and I'm like, oh hell yeah, damage I can yeah. do. Because I'm a big fan of fighting games, so it was right up my alley, right there. So then, uh, oh, most importantly, the soundtrack. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you 
can't talk about Storm without talking about the OST. It, especially for us, you know, those are some of our favorite bands on there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, Corn. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Fuck cancel culture. Marilyn Manson. Uh, then you had uh, Metallica, Orbital, Filter, Crystal Method, uh, Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine, uh, Incubus, of course, in the early years of Incubus. Yeah, Butthole Surfers. Butthole Surfers, Moby, I mean, Stabbing. From San Antonio. Really? Yep. Butthole Surfers, everybody. Butthole Surfers. By the way, Soul Calibur 2 is Hiachi from Tekken. Ah. Oh, okay. So I guess it, that explains it. The Dr. Wiley. The bus Dr. Wiley. Yeah. I know. So Take going it. back to the, the music, I mean, even to this day, I still occasionally throw the album on and stream it and listen to it. So all, all the way through. So do I, even though my car, uh, the car that I'm driving doesn't have a uh, Bluetooth, I, I still have the CD and I put it on. Hearing... I mean, it's one of those albums that, you know, you can still listen to today. Or, you know, it's not something you kind of like a couple songs off. You know, it's one of those albums that you enjoy every single song that's on there. Yeah, especially like, uh, I don't want to be biased, but when you hear Corn. And Dust Brothers kick the PA. It sounds so good on my car speakers. It really does. Or, uh, you know, DJ Spooky and uh, Metallica for Whom the Bells Toll. That's actually, I actually like that version better than the original for Whom the Bells Toll. Yeah, that one it does have a hip-hop beat to it. It sounds more, elect you know, electronica. But it really does, you know, I mean, it, it, does sound, it does sound better. It really does. I agree with you on that. It does. And of course, the title track "Can't You Trip Like I Do." I still love that song to this day. Still yeah, love like it. Crystal Method. Uh, filter and Crystal Method. Filter. Uh, can you know? Can you take my picture? Oh, of course we can. <laughs> and of course, and, uh, I actually, I actually found that song out after the Spawn track for something completely different. If people know what I'm talking about, <laughs> it was on some rips of anime, to say the least. Yep, and as you can see, can't you trip like I do? Yes. And, um, of course, you know, but the comics, you know, you said you got into the story arc in 2007. I remember going to Collector's Authority uh, 2007 and collecting Spawn comics because, you know, I mean, I was like, oh, you know, I haven't even bought a Spawn comic in you know years so i'm like well let me go to collector's authority and i bought like spawn comics like less for you know less than five dollars because they were great and the store collector's authority still has the spawn movie poster wow i remember when i um when i was reading the the run the from one to 250 or roughly around 250 uh i finally dropped off right after you know Bond decided to give over his mantle to some, you know, no-name that was an amnesiac. I mean, the poster was cool where you're sitting in, uh, you know, Rep City, but other than that, 
killed my interest. Yes. And, uh, but now he's back. He's got his powers back. He's back in the game. So I might actually start picking up Spawn again. Oh yeah, Spawn is one of those comics, that comic book character that you just gotta like come back to, like, like you know he's there and he's not going away, so it's perfect to just you know, just to come back to, you know, and. Well, he's the longest running comic that's independent, or was independent. Yes, and it's been a numerous amount of attempts to reboot the movie as a Law and Order style uh, type movie with Sam and Twitch. Uh, they have Jamie Foxx as the lead, so I don't know if they're gonna go back to Spawn '97 and do that, or if they're gonna do the Sam and Twitch Law and Order deal. The script is still up in the air, and it's gonna be written, produced, and directed by Todd McFarlane himself. That'd be interesting to see. Speaking of, you know, people are bitching and moaning about, oh, there's not a uh, black superhero you can look up to. I mean, you had Blade and Spawn come out around the same time, and it's like everybody forgot about. Them sad to say. I know because everybody's writing on like Black Panther. Like yeah, Black Panther has been around since like the 60s uh, in Marvel Comics. But what really well, Blade's been around since uh, like early 70s. Early. A little bit before that I believe as well. Yeah, 70s and 80s uh, under the uh, Tomb of Dracula uh, uh, comics and with uh, Spawn. Like Spawn really did innovate. You know, when you read the story of Spawn it's about a black man named Al Simmons. I mean, he's a federal agent. I mean, yeah, so I'm like, okay, what would you rather read? Like, to me, I would pick Spawn. I'm sorry. I mean, I like Black Panther and I like Blade, but I got to go with Spawn because Spawn really did, you know, because the art the art style of Tom McFarlane, the story art, I mean, who has, I mean, who has God and the devil as their enemy? I mean, really? Well, not only that, but God and Satan as two spoiled children that can't do anything right that ended up accidentally collaborating and creating the human race <laughs> so much so that that's their only success and spent the rest of the time only because they were warring against each other that's the whole reason the human race was created in that universe exactly that's why I'm like okay so uh, that's why it's like well with, the, with Spawn you know and of course he had his uh, like I think last year or uh, or a couple of years ago we have a Spawn 300 that came out and I remember just going and just buying Spawn 300 because it was such a momentous uh, uh, thing it was a big deal because Spawn has been around for years you know like since 1992 yes and technically like it's such a big deal you know for some you know for, you know a milestone 300 like it, it was a big deal so I had to buy any variant issue and regular issue I can find of Spawn 300 and just have it as a keepsake because it was such a big deal. And not only that, to mention that's a fact uh, they brought around, they bought Spawn back around that time as well. The original, you know. Yep. The, so the, they got back to the root. Exactly. And just re real quick, and uh, back in uh, 2005, I remember uh, going to this yard sale. And this guy had a whole collection of Spawn. Uh, he had the original figures, the movie figures, and the Spawn Garage playset, which I wow. bought for twenty bucks. The guy wanted oh, I'll throw. 
Yep, and he was like, I'll throw everything in for 20 bucks, and I bought everything. I had the, he had the Malbolgia, both comic and movie. He had Violator, movie, and uh, toy. I, I just went wild. I was like, man, 2005. And then the 2007, they had the Steelbook from Best Buy, which had all three seasons of Spawn, which I bought. I still have, by the way. And, and I also have the DVDs as well, where they play the whole deal without the stop you know without the stopping they just played the episodes continuously as one gigantic movie instead of it being episode per episode where Todd McFarlane you know speaks and everything no uh, I, I I'm just a big Spawn fan as well I have the Blu-ray I still collect the figures I I'm, I'm a big fan of that Violator by the way that I just pre-ordered from Entertainment Earth it's really badass and the clown too with the whole grenades and grenade launchers and everything it's awesome Speaking of uh, the villains, I mean, he just, he had amazing villains all the time. Like, he had, you know, Melbulgia, he had uh, Mammon, Reason, he had God at one point. Uh, and speaking of uh, crossover, you also had uh, Spawn, or not Spawn, uh, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing is, uh, had a connection through Spawn to the Green Wolf. And speaking of D- another DC character, Batman, which we'll talk about in just a few um yeah and really with spawn you just can't you just can't go wrong with spawn even like i mentioned the video games the music the media yeah it's like you forget that spawn was actually human that also was a human you're just focused on the main character and his cape I know because, of course, Todd McFarlane co-created Venom, created Spawn, used the same, used the, uh, used a symbiote. Instead of being an alien, it's from hell this time. It's a hell symbiote. Exactly. There's so many great villains on there. There's Angela, there's, uh, Mammon, there's Urizen, there's the Violator and the rest of his brothers, which is the Vaporizer... Uh, facilitator, uh, I think. You have uh, the vandalizer. You have the violator, and there's one more I can't remember. Oh, uh, Billy Kincaid as well. He is also a hell spawn as well. Yeah. You kind of, you kind of had that. Is the uh, the crazy rat person that lived under the uh, <laughs> under the uh, city. Yep, and also you had a uh, chapel from the comics, and then in the movie was a uh, priest, which was uh, Jason Wynn's mistress. And speaking of that, Jason Wynn was also uh, the anti-spawn, one of the redeemers. Yes, and of course you you can't leave out the uh, angelic beings as well, like Angela. Oh yes, who did make a brief appearance in the movie. Yet she did nothing, but it was just a nice, you know, cameo appearance from whoever played Angela. You can't forget, there was also Kane as well. Yes. Cognistro. Cognistro. <laughs> you got a better accent than I do on that one. Uh, uh, but come to find out, he is actually the original uh, first murderer. You know, the biblical Cain. 
Yes, because remember that his left hand also turns into a sword, if you remember from the movie. Uh, yes, but they never explained why. Yes, because there was still more to Cogliostro uh, to it, because he and uh, he, he used to be a Hellspawn, but of course he didn't... Yes, and he redeemed himself and said that, you know, now he kills in the name of God, kills in the name of good. Uh, and so points of where he decides to, he wants to take over hell for himself. Use your armor! I remember that. <laughs> I was like, don't get cocky, you still got a lot to learn, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, in the movie he's portrayed as a good guy, but he is anything but Yes, in the comics and in the animated series as well. And that was always a, a great little twist, finding out who Aglistro finally was. Yeah, because there's so much lore and the whole Spawn mythology that, you know, to one that, you know, this... this You know, this is a comic... I mean, yeah, it's like you said, it's not for all ages, but they actually... Uh, but it's actually, you know, for... Anybody that wants to get in the comics, you know, Spawn would be your best bet for, you know, the artwork and the storyline as well. And if you like biblical connections or, you know, it, it borrows heavily from Dante's Inferno. Anybody that plays video games, yes. And, of course, the... The book. <laughs> the book as well, yes. So, wrapping, wrapping this up... Uh, uh, wrapping, uh, wrapping this up for this edition of Comics Corner. Josh, what are your recommendations for Spawn? Uh, the Dark God arc and uh, Armageddon arc. Night, good choices. Good cho I, I've checked them out and yes, I agree. And my recommendation is uh, In Demon's Hand based on... Uh, well, uh, this is the comic, but they made the, uh, the Dreamcast video game off In Demon's Hand, which is Spawn 95. Also check out Spawn and Batman. Uh, then there's the uh, the 2007 one which you were talking about. Uh, which oh, and there was another one too that uh, it's just a regular one-off issue, where it has the Watchmen cover, which is uh, what if Romney wins the president, the 2012 presidential election, when it's a Watchmen cover, where it's just blood and it has the Spawn logo. And if you can find any issue of right now Spawn 300, I think Spawn is up to three. 320 or they're still in the teens yes I, I saw 326 yes so if you can check out any of the spawn past, uh, post 300 I recommend those as well so uh, any final thoughts on Comics Corner Josh Thank I'm glad to have our first crossover episode between this and the main series oh yes because this is our sub series on the Life in San Antonio podcast so yeah anytime yeah like uh, you know this is the crossover and uh you know, hopefully there will be more as well, more crossovers as well. And my final thought is, uh, just, I don't know. I'm like, oh, I'm just, I'm just going to say like, you know, I've been saying this for a while, like, you know, but it's like life is about choices, you know, choose your path. That's all I got to say, because, you know, about spawn, you know, it's all about choices. It's all about choosing your own path you know of course it doesn't you know it doesn't matter which road you take just as long as you're happy you're satisfied or if you're not a hey, that's the life and the road you chose but that's my final thought and definitely it's uh it's good to have you back from hell man 
I thought you said I was knocked out. What the hell? What? You, you were, you were, you were knocked out. That's right. I was about to say, no, I was about to say, but anyway, but anyway, I was glad to be back after the, uh, last 24 hours have been hellish. Don't know why, but alrighty, but yes, yeah, so this concludes our issue 16 of Comics Corner, and be sure to like, share, oh wait, never mind. Uh, be sure to check us out every Friday morning, sometimes Saturday mornings on the Life in San Antonio podcast and check and check out Comics Corner every Sundays at 12 and Wrestle Corner any random day of the week. It's going to be like a surprise upload for any day of the week. So until then, everybody, you have everybody have a good night. And Josh, you want to say goodbye to the people? Goodbye, people. Alrighty, and this has been Comics Corner on the Life in San Antonio podcast, and we are signing off.